0: Hello, it's Sanna, and welcome back to Should Have Stayed in the Giraffes. How are you all? I hope you're doing well. hope you're enjoying the weather. It's been a bit snowy, hasn't it? hope you've made some nice snowmen, made the most of that. I'm not going to lie, when it was snowing everywhere else in the country, I was like, oh my gosh, all I want is some snow. And I was so excited for the prospect of snow, and then it snowed and I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm over it already, I opened my curtain, and I was like, oh that's so pretty, and then I shut it, and that was that, uh, it just made it super cold, super icy, but I'm back at uni, I've moved to my house in London, my uni house, um, my, in my family home, everyone works from home, so they all use all the rooms as office space in the day, so it gets quite chaotic when everyone's working from home there, so it wasn't ideal. I was struggling to get myself in, like, get my head in gear into the, like, uni mindset. I just couldn't do it when I was at home because I was still in holiday mode, uh, which I haven't I haven't really exited, but we're going to pretend that I have. Uh, I am in a tiny, tiny, tiny bedroom at my uni house, like, very small, but I reckon that that's probably made the sound quality a bit better, to be fair, because... I'm essentially living in a closet, so maybe all the clothes and the bed, like the duvet and everything, will just soak up those sound waves. That might not be true. You might be thinking, oh my god, Sana, you sound awful. <laughs> in, which ca- <laughs> in which case, not sorry, there's nothing I can do about that. Also, my boiler is making some crazy sounds right now, which is probably not ideal. It's not really what we want to hear, but if you can hear that, that's what that is. I'm not living in, like, a train station that is my boiler, and if you can't hear it, then perfect, but moving back's been really nice, I have been doing 10,000 steps a day, that's my exciting moment of this podcast, if you take anything away, that's a lie actually, if you take anything away, I don't want it to be the fact that I'm walking, Um, and I know, I keep saying to people, oh my god, I'm I'm doing 10,000 steps a day, how great is that, and people keep being a bitch about it, so if you want to come at me with those bad vibes, don't, Um, but people keep being like, 10,000's the baseline, but I don't care, if you tell me that in lockdown, in the last year you've been doing 10,000 steps a day, you're lying, I don't care, even before lockdown I did not do 10,000 steps a day, 10,000 steps is actually so long, I didn't realise how long it was until I started doing 10,000 steps a day, and it cuts a massive chunk out of your day, it cuts out like an hour and a half, two hours, maybe I'm just a slow walker, but it, it does cut out a massive chunk of your day, And it kind of means I don't do anything else. I schedule my whole day around this walk and then I'm like, oh, productive day, time to sleep and watch loads and loads of Vampire Diaries, which I'll get onto in a second. But um, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, London's super pretty and super empty, which is sad, obviously, but necessary. I'm not going to lie. I I did miss one day. I didn't do 10,000 steps one day, but I did like 6,000 that day. But as I was saying, as I was saying earlier when I interrupted myself, Netflix has brought back Vampire Diaries, which has made me a very happy bunny. I've been rewatching it for the God knows what time. I've actually I've only seen it through probably twice, maybe even once. I don't normally make it all the way when I rewatch it. And to be honest, I wouldn't be rewatching it if Netflix hadn't taken it off. I think maybe that's a really good idea. If someone wants people to watch their show, they should take it off Netflix or whatever streaming service it's on and then put it back on because it just puts it back to the front of my mind and suddenly it's all I want to do. Uh, and speaking of things coming back, oh, we've got a theme of like returning. Um, that's poetic, potentially, for the new year. I know we're in February now, but whatever. McDonald's have brought back mozzarella dippers. Which I'm really I'm really happy about. I had some today, got some delivered to me after my after my unicast. I thought I'd treat myself for doing an hour of you know, something productive. But they're really good and I love them. And if you don't then natural selection <laughs> will deal with you because they're so good. And that's made my day. I've also been reunited with Pret. I I'm enjoying it, I'm having it every day almost. I'm back on my subscription. But I don't actually think Pret is like I don't love Pret as much as I say I do. I do miss my my coffee and my family home. I'm not gonna lie. But Pret's so convenient. I can have a little walk in the morning, go get my oat latte, come back. Happy days. Um, but I'm I'm happy it's back in my life. I have missed it. I like I like my first coffee of the day being like an event, like walking all the way. It's like a five-minute walk, but walking all the way to a Pret, getting my latte there, it makes it, it makes it a thing. Uh, I enjoy that. I get the morning sun. It's not been super sunny, but we've had some sun. Uh, and it's just it's a nice thing to do, you know? I do think also I want to shed some light on this whole Little Moons hype going around. I feel like I need to say something about it. I definitely don't need to. I'm going to anyway. If you don't know what they are, the Japanese, the Mochi ice cream balls. When I first saw them, I like a few for the past like month. They've been all that's on my social media, and I tried the mango ones like maybe a year ago, and I really did not like them. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. I I they didn't. I didn't like the texture. I didn't love the flavour, and I normally really like mango. But I just wasn't a big fan, and then this whole craze they're everywhere suddenly um so I've tried some flavors since then I've had the coconut and the pistachio which were a lot nicer I tried the salted caramel one which was bad it was bad vibes I'm not gonna lie they're not they're not that good if you're upset that that your local supermarket is out of them don't be too upset I think a nice tub of ice cream is better value for money and yummier so that's my hot take they're nice but they're not they're not life-changing um, like I'm never going to crave it I'd much rather a nice tub of chocolate ice cream a nice Ben and Jerry's I said it I like a Ben and Jerry's fudge brownie I'm I'm basic I'm easily pleased and I don't need a fancy mochi bowl and on the topic of rants uh, my graduation's been cancelled and that one that one still hurts I only found out today and I don't I don't really want to talk about it to be honest it's it's upset me three years of of study at a uni that I love and I chat a lot of rubbish about it and I complain about it a lot but I do love it and yeah now I just won't have a graduation ceremony maybe it's bold of me to assume I'm even graduating but that's not the point um I know it it hasn't been postponed thanks for asking it's just been cancelled it's just a write-off I literally do not have a reason to go to campus ever again how how sad is that that's it, I'm just I'm done. I know it's not the worst thing ever, but I'm still sad about it. Obviously things could be a lot worse. I guess it's just a ceremony at the end of the day, but I'm very upset about it and I need some I need some time. I'm I'm not too happy, but it'll be fine. I'll I'll make do. I'll I'll do my own graduation. I'll hand myself my diploma in the mirror and it'll be sent through the mail. Oh how how sad. Um I know I said last week that you know, vibe check and no bad vibes and that, it wasn't last week, but last episode, um, I know I said no bad vibes, but that was clearly a lie, and as I said it would be, I I knew it, but the first part of each podcast is slowly turning into a rant segment, isn't it, and I don't mind that, so maybe when I say good vibes only, I'm just a fake bitch, who knows, who knows, um, but on that note, the topic I wanted to talk about today is boundaries, um, I know, that's quite a switch up from the light-hearted rants I was just having. Honestly, not that lighthearted, but whatever. Um, I don't consider myself someone with very strict boundaries. I wish I did, but I'm not. I'm not always very good at saying no. And specifically, what I wanted to talk about was that I say sorry too often. And that sounds like a weird, a weird topic of choice, I know, but I, I actually have quite a lot to say. about it lucky for you um but for as long as I can remember I've always said sorry too often kind of to the point where I would say it when I'm not even sorry not because I'm doing it in like a manipulative way but it's kind of become like a knee-jerk reaction when I think I've done something wrong or when I think I've upset someone I don't mean like saying sorry when you bump into someone by accident on the street um or when you're trying to get past someone I mean, apologising for things I don't actually need to apologise for. I don't actually know why I always say sorry when I'm trying to get past someone in, at the supermarket. Because I'm like, sorry. And they're like, that's okay, hun, And then they just stand there. And I'm like, no, no, no. I mean sorry as in, please excuse me. So maybe that's clearly my fault. But um, my best friend actually messaged me after my last podcast episode. And was like, Santa, you need to stop saying sorry when you're not sorry. And I didn't even realise I did it. I was about to say I listened took back but I didn't I just took her word for it um I was like I know I need to not do that and it's something I've always known and something I've always been working on but I do it without realizing so it's like a subconscious level I can't I find it hard to work on because I don't notice myself doing it and I was talking to my mum earlier this week when I'm away from home I call her every other day uh make sure you're checking on your family guys don't forget they exist when you're at uni When you're away from home, I know it can be difficult, but you know. Um, But my mum and I, we talk about boundaries a lot. Because my mum's very good at that kind of stuff, and she's very into that stuff. She likes preaching about discipline and boundaries, and me, I'm not so much that way inclined. But without going into too much detail, uh, she brought up that she essentially thinks I'm a bit too much of a people pleaser, and I'm someone who is kind of... Compliance sometimes just to keep the peace and she tied it to when I was a kid and if I did something wrong I would just continually apologize until I heard the words it's okay rather than so the other person would know I was I was sorry so I I feel like I've always had a bit of a misunderstanding of apologies I guess like I would say sorry um no I don't want to say more for my sake but I would say it to be like I need you to forgive me Not to be like, just so you know, I'm sorry, please sit with that. So really, when I'm saying sorry too much and I don't have the right intentions, it's unfair on both parties. Because if I've actually upset someone and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and they're like, God, it's okay. And it's to like an annoying extent, then that's not healthy because they're allowed to be upset with me. And I take on their emotions and make them my responsibility. And I'm not saying don't apologise for when you've done things wrong. Um, I definitely think you should be saying sorry for your wrongdoings. That's not what I mean at all. But I basically had these two conversations completely separately from one another in the space of like a few days and they were provoked by different things and these conversations happened in completely different contexts and it just gave me some food for thought and it kind of made me realise that maybe the reason I say sorry so much is because at my root I'm just a bit too much of a people pleaser. And I've gotten better at not being so much of a people-pleaser. I wouldn't consider myself a pushover. Well, once upon a time, if I was completely honest with myself, I probably was one. And maybe it ties into what I said in, in the last podcast, if you listened, where I spoke about being scared of rejection and I mentioned how much I overthink everything and people's intentions and feelings towards me and what they say. But this is slightly different because this, this is deep-rooted and it's a journey and i'm i'm learning to say my unnecessary sorrys less and these things aren't going to be undone by rejection therapy that i spoke about last week and like embarrassing myself and becoming accustomed to the feeling of embarrassment because the the issue at hand here isn't isn't embarrassment uh and i don't want to talk about this whole issue retrospectively because it's an ongoing thing that i'm dealing with although i've definitely made progress it's still there And I make active steps to, I guess, quote-unquote, care less about what others think. But that's through smaller things. It's through, like, doing stupid stuff that I'm like, oh, they can judge me for that. I don't care. But this isn't about, like, embarrassment. Like I just said, I still absolutely hate the idea of someone being upset with me. And I don't mind if they just aren't keen on me. That's fine. Like, if you don't know me and you're listening to this thinking this whiny bitch is so annoying, that's fine, like that is fine by me. The issue is when I'm so scared that someone I love is upset with me, I will sometimes just apologise profusely in an annoying way, because I I just really want them to forgive me. Um, And maybe that's because people have hurt me, I don't know how it feels to be hurt or upset by someone that I love, and that I hold really dear, and I can't quite explain how much the thought of having that effect on someone else makes my stomach drop. Like, I hate it. I hate the feeling of letting people down and upsetting people. And this does hinder me sometimes, definitely, because there is a difference and a big one between, like, treating people with kindness and love and respect and doing that to the extent where you don't offer yourself that same courtesy. And that's kind of where the issue arises, Because the whole apologising thing and the whole being a people pleaser to a fault, that whole issue, it negatively impacts my relationships with others and with myself and that's something I'm realising kind of the more I think about it. If I'm too worried about upsetting people, I won't tell them how I really feel about something and I still do this sometimes. I definitely do it less, but I still do it when I feel that I need to. I bite my tongue to keep the peace when I need to when I feel like something isn't worth saying and I'm not saying I'm not saying that you should be completely unfiltered because I don't necessarily I think that there's flaws in that too there's there's the bad in that too there are some things that I do believe are better left unsaid but I feel like I feel like what I'm talking about now is different to apologizing too much um but it's still the same issue of, of people pleasing it stops me from being authentic and cultivating authentic relationships which I mean I don't know if I've made this clear but like the relationships in my life are the most important thing to me in my whole life and so if I don't if those aren't real and they aren't authentic and they aren't genuine on my side then that's an issue if I'm not being authentic with the people that I love that's not just an issue because oh I'm saying sorry too much it's an issue because it it means that person won't be receiving my most authentic self and that's not fair on them either and I don't think it's a massive issue in most of my relationships I think as I've grown older or at least I like to think that as I've grown older I've ensured the people closest to me are the people I can bear my soul to and I feel safe enough in them and in our friendships and our relationships that I don't need to apologize all people please like I don't need to just conflict resolve with them because I feel emotionally <coughs> oh because I feel emotionally safe enough to not have to do that without worrying, which is great and it is a testament to those around me to be fair like my best friend who I mentioned earlier, always calls me out on this. My closest friends do it a fair bit. They'll be like, why did you just say sorry? You're not sorry. Like, sorry isn't a conversation filler. It's a loaded word. It means something. And I often, I think I often pride myself. I don't know if pride is the right word. But I really backed, and I still do back, my ability to resolve conflicts. I'm often the mediator in situations and in arguments. Although when I think about it... When I think about it, I do think a lot of that is because I'm good at biting my tongue and not letting things turn into screaming matches because I just, I never think that those are productive or worth it. I'm not an argument for argument's sake kind of person. That's just not me. It never has been. And it probably never will be. But actually, it's, it's well and good that I can stay calm in tense or heated conversations. But if I'm not saying what I really think, then at what cost am I keeping the peace? Do you know what I mean? Because then it's not peaceful. It's just things just go unsaid and resentment builds, I'm not doing it because I care about, I'm not doing it because I don't care about the conversation, I'm doing it because I don't want to argue and then I'll have to say sorry which as we know is a road that I don't want to go down especially if I don't think I've done anything anything wrong. Maybe I apologise a lot of the time to clear the air and avoid tension but maybe not because I'm wholeheartedly sorry. Like, the reality of the situation is if I'm I'm getting my point across in a respectful way, then what's the issue? Why should I be sorry? And these are things that I know, but I have to remind myself. I feel like these things, like, the things that I'm talking about don't come as naturally to me, which might be a weird thing to say. But there are ways of going about these situations without apologising. I hate when people are like, I'm sorry that made you feel that way. Or, I'm sorry you got upset. That's different. That is just... A fake apology. They're all bad. The ones that I'm talking about, the ones that aren't of the right intent. But sometimes, I guess, I do apologise with the wrong intentions. But I don't mean to. It's just something I do, and it's something I need to work on. And my my friend who I mentioned earlier, he's probably going to listen to this back and be like, "Wow, keep my name out your mouth." <laughs> she tells me all the time that my sorry won't mean anything if I don't use if I don't use them correctly. But I guess I'm not just talking about apologising too often or for the wrong reasons. I think the larger issue at hand is that I am a people pleaser and it's not a flex. I used to think that that was a good trait in people but it's not because if you don't put yourself first it it has a knock-on effect and it it damages your relationship with yourself and with your friends. It means I stab myself in the foot. That's not the saying, is it? I I shoot myself in the foot by not being genuine and not all of my stories are like this in nature. They're not all rooted in keeping the peace, but I think my focus on not wanting conflict may have had a hand in creating a habit of saying sorry without always really thinking about it. Because, and this is another thing my friend said, it's like if I said I love you all the time to everyone, it won't mean anything when I say it genuinely. And that's unfair on all parties. And I think, I think my conclusion is that I'm too much of a people pleaser. And yes, I have gotten better, but I'm still... I'm still there. I I say sorry too much as a result of it and although I do this to keep the peace because in my mind, in my mind I almost do it out of love, but when I think about it, it's not because it means I'm not always being authentic, which I, I think is probably one of, if not the most important thing when creating strong relationships, valuing honesty and authenticity I don't think I do it with the people closest to me much because I don't really feel the need to anymore. I've gotten better. It's not an issue with them. It's it's a me issue and I know that and I, I can see how it still manifests itself in my throwaway sorries. But if you think you can relate, which I think maybe more people will than I think, than I... I always think that I'm like, oh, this is a me thing, but I think a lot of us do it. Um, if you can relate, I challenge you to keep... Keep note of it and check yourself for when you say sorry too much. Luckily, I just have the most amazing people in my life that check me whenever I do it. So I do feel like I've gotten a lot better. There's it's still something I need to work on. So yeah, get your friends to call you out. And I think that might be all I have to say about, about that topic, to be honest. It's another thing that I could just go on for hours and hours about, but I'm not going to, because I'll end up going in circles and just questioning everything so I think I might have to leave it there but yeah those are my thoughts on maybe I didn't talk about boundaries that much maybe I can go into actual boundaries more often but I guess that's more specifically something that I need to work on um it's hard to you can't really cover all bases when it comes to boundaries because we all have different areas that we need to work on and mine is definitely people pleasing and it kind of always has been um But yeah, that's all I have to say about that, I think. Maybe I'll do a continuation of this one day and talk more about it. Because I think that I focus more on the apologising part when the whole being a borderline pushover thing is almost another topic in itself. I feel like I could talk about that for a whole other 20 minutes. (laughs) But yeah, I think I'll leave it there. And thanks for listening, if you got this far. And let me know, you know, let me know if this is something that's just me or if you think that you apologise too much as well, if this is something you can relate to. Uh, but yeah, I'll chat to you soon. Thanks for listening and goodbye.